Blog Talk Radio. Hey y'all, good evening. Welcome to Loudmouth Radio. It is Wednesday night and we are live on Loudmouth Radio and we are in this cold ridiculousness in Atlanta. Yes, I said it because it is ridiculous what's happening in Atlanta, but this is the reason why I pushed to do this show tonight just because of that because you know what? Nobody can control the weather. I get it. You know, I know a lot of people everywhere is looking at us like what the hell is going on well i'm here in atlanta and i'm saying the same damn thing and i'm right here so there we go we're gonna cut that we're gonna cut that rope real quick and let you know that i am just you know today was one of those days where i woke up this morning realizing that i fell asleep from just the exhaustion of listening and seeing these people out on the road and feeling like, oh, my God, you know, like, really? It's a little chilly in the house, but it is nowhere near what's going on with the conditions outside. So I woke up today, and it was like, okay. You know, just when you have things like this that's happening and going on, it's easy for you to become consumed in what's going on because, I mean, we're here. It's, it's all over the news, especially you in the city. The news kept coverage going all day long, all night. And um, which we're not complaining about because you want to know what's going on. I got friends, extended family, family, you know, texting on Facebook, on social media, talking about how they're trapped in their cars and, you know, they, they don't know where they are as far as distance from getting help. I mean, it was just crazy. Y'all. When I tell you guys this is real, you know, not, no nonfiction, nobody scripted this, this is real. So I'm like, okay, after a, a 24-hour segment of this, like nonstop, I'm like, we need to have a great energy source come from somewhere. And, you know, I ain't loud mouth for nothing. I'm like, okay, I wanted to do something. I ain't going to tell you all no lie. You know, I'm from Chicago, born and raised in these weather conditions. You know, I got family texting me, sending me all these old crazy messages talking about, man, you born and raised in Chicago, man. I'm a little too into snow. Let me tell you something, people. It is black ice on these streets. So if you don't know what black ice does, let me tell you what it do. I don't know why they call it black ice, but I'm, I, ain't, I ain't the one to give you the definition. But let me, let me tell you this. I will tell you, I remember just as a kid in Chicago walking out my own doors, whether it was school or going to church, 
And yeah, I used to have to wear tights and shit. So you know, if you walk out the door and slip real fast, you on tour around your damn tights. You know what I'm saying? That ain't cute. That ain't cute. Cause then you have to wear them all day. You know what I'm saying? But I remember just walking out the door off the step in the landing. You don't know no ice right there. You know what happens? You, you kind of do that slide and skid, and then you got to be like, you're trying to catch yourself, and then you catch yourself, and then you think you're okay, and then you slip and you still fall anyway. That's the kind of hell fuck we got going on in Atlanta. I, I'm, I'm going to keep it real, guys. So, folks, if you see people talking about these conditions, they are real. It is nothing nice sliding in a car. And you got 18-wheelers, UPS trucks, FedEx trucks around here trying to deliver packages, and they slide to you sideways. You think I'm going to be out there? No, I'm not going to do it. People are, I'm not going to do it. So I'm not mad at anybody who's, uh, you know, if you just don't know, man, just look on the news. you see for yourself. It's real. It's all over social media. But on a lighter note, um, this past week has been a lot going on in the metro Atlanta area, outside the metro Atlanta area. But, you know, people, we all connect. You know this, right? So even if we here in Atlanta, we got things going on in L.A., we got things going on in, in California. Um, L.A. is in California. I forget. Sorry. So anyway, what happened was, you know, there's, so much we can talk about tonight, and I have posted all on my social media. I got like over 4,000 fans on Facebook. I got people on Instagram following me. I got people on Twitter. I got my neighbor that be looking out the window when I walk outside. I see you. I knew you looking out your window. I see you. But that's another story. I'm sorry. I'm not going to have another outburst, I promise. I'm lying. I ain't going to promise that because this is what's on your mind, y'all. And I'm telling y'all, we're going to get it in tonight. I'm going to let the airways be available to you to speak and speak freely. I tell you what, we're going to get it in. So I don't, I'm not going to be too much hard on no filters or nothing like that. I want you to speak your mind. I want you to tell people what you think, what you're feeling. We're going to talk about it. I want to know what you got to say. I want to know if you got something you want to put out there for us to think about. It don't even have to make sense. It's like right now, I know I'm ranting. I know I'm ranting, but that's awareness. That's when you realize that there's a higher consciousness that you're just being ridiculous. You just got to know that that's happening. See, when you're aware of those things, that is when you have successfully reached your inner self. I'm killing myself right now. I got people on the line, and I'm, I'm going to bring people in. And I just want to start out and say, you know what, thank you guys for listening into Loudmouth Radio. We are live. You can call in on our switchboard. Our studio line is 347-826-7520. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. If you're on Facebook, you can link up with us at Loudmouth Radio. Make sure you use two Ds because it's like double D, you know, like a D, like that. So make sure y'all connect with us. If you want to chat with us online, I'm going to open our online chat up so I can, you know, have that communication with you too. And I got people calling from everywhere. And I'm going to start opening up these lines with my first caller who's been diligently waiting. And if you want to talk to us live, you want to talk to, you know, the audience, just make sure you hit the one on your keypad on your phone and we'll bring you in. And if you're just kind of shy and don't really want to talk like physically, like you don't want everybody to hear what you have to say and you want me to be the conduit, then just go ahead and get online. Um, we're on blogtalkradio.com slash loudmouthradio. I have our chat open so I can also, you know, chat up with you online and I can reiterate what you want to say. But most importantly, tweet us. Tweet us at loudmouth. That's going to be the better communicator right now. 
You know what I'm saying? If you're going to be talking to us on social media, like, do that. And then we can, like, you know, talk about it and everything. Oh, my God. Like, oh, my God. So um, I want to welcome my caller. You are live on Live Mouth Radio. Yo, Sonny, what's happening? Hey, what's going on? Who's this on it's the po- line? It's Paul Pimp, your boy from Oh, my God. Paul Pimp, what's up, man? What's <laughs> Happy, New Happy New Year. Happy New Year, man. Hey, hey what's good with you? You're doing big things, you know what I'm saying? I want to say I'm proud of you, man. You know what I'm saying? It's oh, thank you, baby. I'm sitting, man, I'm in the kitchen. I got the space here by my feet. I ain't messing with y'all. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm, I'm sitting here. It's like it's like 10 degrees. Pope Pimp, for, for our listeners who don't know who you are, I want to keep you personal. You know what I'm saying? This is worldwide. People can hear you. So let them know where you're calling from, what you do. Seaport, Georgia, man. For those of y'all who know what the Seaport is, that's Savannah, Georgia, the 912, man, the Nina 12 down here. You know what I'm saying? The hottest comedian down in this area in South Georgia. You know what I'm saying? Been knowing my girl Sunny for a while. She done linked up, got me on the ATL scene, man. I appreciate it. You know, coming to a city. Oh, maybe. man. Got some, got some dates uh, put together, man, so we can ready to do some traveling, man. Crack your side entertainment done came up, man. Got a lot of things working. Finna start working on the little reality piece and everything, you know? Oh, that's what's up. That's what's up, Pope Hill. This is awesome to hear from you. I didn't know who this was. I said, oh, see, I see it's a 912 phone number right here, which is going to be dope. I knew it was going to have to be somebody who I had some connection with, hopefully. And uh, it's great to hear you, hear what you're doing, man. I'm going to tell you something. It's been – let me ask you this. Let me make sure you, you're safe. How, how are the conditions down there in Savannah right now? Man, it's just as cold down here in Savannah as it is up there in the A, man. We done been on the winter storm watch for like three days now. You know, we uh get a couple of little Now, you know, you know, Pip, I'm about to say so. I'm about to toss some smack. You know, Savannah, you know, they, their winter advisory is flurry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it ain't no, it ain't no snow on the ground. They be like, Woo! we're going to close everything down. Sir, I need the oxygen thing. We're closing it down. You're going to have to borrow some oxygen, sir. <laughs> and that's what they so, did. That is exactly what they did. Oh my you know, god! The here make people have asthma attacks, man. You be around here just wheezing <laughs> all the time. That is horrible. Oh yeah, my man, god! So, cold, man, like the high is like thirty six or something. Dang, thirty six. Well, yeah, y'all, y'all right where at that freezing mark, man. I, so I'm, a, I'm pretty sure by now you know just how bad our conditions, our conditions are here. And um, I, I think it's amazing how much – I just want to give a shout-out to the people who were stranded that, you know, overlooked the moment of where they were, freezing, cold, hungry, got out their cars to help other people. Um, you know, survival tactics really kick in. You know, people don't really – it's not like you sit around and be like, you know, I want to get stranded today. You don't think about shit like that. You know, it, that's not the goal of the thing. But, you know, when things like this do happen, it's just awesome to see how people quickly adapt to things. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. You know what I'm saying? But that's that's what you call survival of the fittest, man, only the strong survive, you know? Exactly. I think, you know, um, so for you now, were you born and raised in Savannah? Yeah. Okay. So, like, for 
I'm gonna tell you something. I don't know what's going on, dude. Like, you know, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm born and raised in Chicago, and for the last four or five years, I'm like, why is it? How is it even possible that like Atlanta's weather is so similar to like Chicago's weather at times, and then like we'll be colder than states in like Tennessee, and you, you know, like northern the states that's northern of us. I'm like, okay, why we got 10 degrees and you got like 25? Like, I think it was like two weeks ago, we had, we were colder than New York. It was yeah, like chilly up in here. We was colder than Alaska the other day, man. But you know, down here. Man, shut like, up. I'm going to hang up on you. Know, you. I'm about to click I'm on this. You are so. They told, us on the news. <laughs> they told us on the news we was colder than Alaska. I was like, how are we colder than Alaska? You know what I'm saying? And you I was know like, what? It was like Alaska's high was like, that day was like 45, and we was like at. 40 or 39 or something like that. So he was like colder this than the last. Is this possible? Absolutely, yeah. man. So so yeah. you 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 doing some you doing some comedy and stuff like that down there, man. When I tell you like tonight I said I just really want this show to be some relief. You know, um people just don't know how serious it is, man. When you you know, <clears throat> can't get outside and you know, I ain't gonna lie, I didn't really prepare and go to the store and get a whole bunch of groceries and you know, you you know how you be in the house and you don't have food that match. Oh yeah. So you are making food that don't really go together. Okay. Like beets, <laughs> like beets and waffles. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You ain't got no syrup. Like man, open them can of beets. Make them put some sugar on. You know. Okay. At least my iron will be up higher. My iron. Pancakes and my, my iron. Yeah, you know what I mean? Put some corn in the pot and and put cornflakes. Ew. Yeah. But literally, dude, like today, I posted a video on Facebook, man. I went in the refrigerator, forgot I had some sweet potato fries in there, dude. I went over in that thing and went ham. I was like, oh, my God, we got sweet potato fries. It's crazy. It's just the littlest things that can just bring love and excitement to your life. We, we got to find more ways, like the song I played coming in, we got to find more ways to be happy. Because, you know, there's just so much going on, you know. So, so check it. Let me, let me ask you something. Huh? What's up? What's up? I was going to ask you so. Exactly. You're right. Life is too short. I was going to ask you about what your thoughts were on, you know, we don't have a lot happening. But what were your thoughts on the Grammys Sunday night? Did you watch them? You know, I saw bits and pieces of the Grammys, you know. Okay. And th- these award shows, they really just start, and they not focusing on the awards anymore, man. They just start focusing on the entertainment, you know. We already know why you got the awards, so you don't have to further entertain us. Except your award right. with pride, but realize that, you know, it's still us that's making you. You know, being, being a comedian out here, man, I never forget about my fans. You know, when I go, right. crazy, and I ain't the biggest name no comedian around, but, you know, mm-hmm. since I left the A, I've been doing more shows and I got places that I've been hosting at and everything, man. And I never forget, you know, hey, if it's not for you guys coming out here buying the tickets, nobody would know who Pole Pimp is, you know. So when I look at, you know, all these different artists, man, whether you sing, dance, or whatever, you can't let that Grammy or that Tony or that Oscar 
or just the best music video or any of that. You can't let that stuff get to your head, man, because the same way these people downloading iTunes and everything on their computers, man, that's all hardworking people money that's coming in your pocket to make that name for you. So you can't get out Absolutely. here and ignore everybody. I ain't telling you you got to take pictures with every Tom, Dick, and Harry. You ain't got to show up to everybody's party. But, hey, if somebody say, hey, man, how you doing? Don't have your bodyguard pushing him out the way because the only way that bodyguard can get paid is through that person who's saying, hey, how you doing is money. You know, that's right. You you, you, you speaking real talk. I think um, one of the things, like, what, what sometimes tends to happen um, is that we lose essence of the reasons why we're doing the things that we're doing. You know, we're a society that has to um, – depend on each other in some form or fashion, whether you want to admit it or not, you know. Right. And when you're in the public light, you have to do things that is going to allow you to be accessible, you know. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So like you Definitely. said, when yeah, when you have fans, and we got some people on the line here I'm going to bring in too. I see you, uh, Carl. I'm going to bring you in just a second. But when you're actually uh, in the limelight especially, you have to be conscious. Um, and, and that's not only in person. I've heard people say, you know what, even if I see you physically, you know, it, great, show some love. But even in social media, things with social media, Internet has now allowed us to be able to have communication tools and reach to someone that we probably normally wouldn't have had. But, you know, you constantly, t- like uh, Jazzy, that's, that's uh, one of our hosts on the radio show, Pimp, she'll tell me quick, you know, we're doing things as people, and you'll see celebrities or people asking and saying, you know what, hey, follow my page or buy my album or buy my new book or I got this and I got that. Well, in order for those things to happen, people have to communicate and connect with you, right? So that means that you want them to follow you and show you support. So check it out. There's up team billion people on Facebook. So them same fans that's checking you and showing you love and stuff like that, show them some love back. You know what I'm saying? Like today, um, this morning on Twitter, uh, like I follow Whoopi Goldberg, and, um, you know, Whoopi's on The View. She does The View in the morning, and uh, one of her – I guess Whoopi doesn't tweet as much, and she's starting to tweet a little bit more. So today she got a Twitter uh, message from someone saying, hey, it's my birthday. I love you, Whoopi. Would you tweet me back? And she tweeted them back. You know what I'm saying? Just something that little is huge to a lot of people. You know what I mean? Yeah, Just because you're taking the time to recognize them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, man. Hold on one second. Let me bring our other guest in. Guess you're live with us on Loudmouth Radio. Hey, Sonny. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Who are we speaking to tonight? This is your boy. This is your baby bro. This is Harrison. This is Harrison. Just calling in. Just want to say give a man love to you. Shout out to you. Um, uh, the great hey, baby. Hey, brother. What's up, sister? Uh, this is this just love, man. This is this is what it's about. Go ahead, I'm listening to you, huh? Yes, sir. I, I just want to just say, hey, I, I commend y'all doing great things. Hey, I'm digging that little conversation the brother said about how people have to have gods and all that, and you don't need all that. I, I'm feeling that. I understand that conversation. I like what y'all talking about. Keep doing great things in the community. Absolutely. Have you heard them? Oh yeah, for sure, brother. I appreciate it, man. You know, I, I just try to do the best that I can by giving back, man, because this is where I'm from, and we don't have a lot of people down here in Savannah that's 
you know, famous, you know, or semi-famous at all, you know. So when I see people, I'm that person, man, I'm going to speak, I'm going to shake hands, you know. Even if it ain't nothing but, you know, somebody being in the store and they $5 showing their groceries, man, I give it to them because it ain't like it's killing me. And in the end, I'm going to get my blessing too. That's how I come I can be who I can be, man, and, you know, be prosperous in this game of, of comedy, you know, because everybody's not making it out here. No doubt, no doubt, bro. I feel you on that. Keep that attitude, dog, and everything will pan out for you, man, and you'll keep growing, man. God will keep doing great things in your life, bro. Amen. I appreciate that, brother. That's all yeah. right. I love it. That's what I'm talking about. I'm a, I, <clears throat> Harris, I'm going to tell you something. Pimp, uh, we met, I guess it's been like about two years. It's been over two years ago, right? Yeah. Time has zoomed, and, you know, it's amazing that um, just from what he's saying, you know, for me, I, you know, I'm born and raised in Chicago, but I left Chicago in, in, in 93, and I've been south ever since. So I, I, I equally balance where I've lived as also my extended places of home. You know what I mean? So Savannah is, is definitely a home for me. Savannah is where uh, the Sunny Spoon aspect of my life began, started, and expanded. So, you know, I have deep roots in Savannah and then, you know, living in Florida and, and, and also coming back to Georgia and living in Atlanta for the last seven, almost eight years. It's like, you know, when you're, you know, become a part of a community, there's a certain, there's a certain mindset even like a place like Atlanta, you know, there's a lot of people here from a lot of different places. But at the end of the day, there's still, you know, quote, unquote, that southern hospitality of expectation from others, you know. And, um, you know, what I'm saying? So, like, what to play off of what you just said, like in Savannah, you know, when you have somebody that comes up out of that city and they become recognized as a personality, a lot of times what does end up happening, they leave. You know, it's not always that they'll stay stay there, but if they do, you know, they're really coming with, with something that the community is going to look at and say, you know, that's our guy, you know what I'm saying, that's my girl. They're going right. to definitely want to have love or show love. And I think that's like that for any city, but when you have such large metropolises like Chicago and L.A. and New York and, you know, uh, you have huge markets, especially in the entertainment uh, arena, it's not uncommon for somebody to break out out of that city and do whatever. You know what I mean? Um, and sometimes they don't even recognize where they've come from, you know, truly. They may just only embrace where they are. So, um, yeah, I, I, I think that's real talk, that that's important. Uh, especially, you know, like in Atlanta, you're starting to see a lot of celebrities and uh, uh, film and movie and, and music uh, in this city. And people that have come from, like, Los Angeles to Atlanta, you know, they really love it, even if they don't acknowledge it all the time, because it is different. Um, it is different. Uh, Pimp, you ever, Harrison, either one of y'all ever been to L.A. before? Yeah, I've been through I've, L.A. I've, I've been there. recently been through there. Yeah. You both of you guys have? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, so answer me this. Is it not a difference of you walking down the street and you see a star walking down L.A.? and a star walking in, in Atlanta, would would you not say that the approach may be different? Oh, yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When you see somebody walking down L.A. or start walking down L.A., it's almost like he the next-door neighbor compared to Atlanta where it's like they ain't never been seen before. Uh, oh, you I mean it's, of, more, it's more common? Yeah, it's because there's so many of them that's there 
So it's like mm-hmm. you can walk down the streets of L.A. and you can see, you know, Snoop Dogg, and it's like everybody already know who he is. It's not common. It's, you know, you can see him in a grocery store and anybody approaching him like, oh, Snoop Dogg. But, you know, if you was to see, you know, uh, T.I. up in A, a lot of people are going to be at T.I. like, you know, oh, my goodness. Like, they have never seen T.I. before in concert or anything before, you know. he is, uh, It's like he his starship is kind of like greater almost, it seems like. I agree. I agree, my brother. I agree. I you know, agree. it's funny. Um, I, I was going to say, too, I think even with, uh, to add to that, well, it was, what's interesting is <clears throat> you have, uh, I don't know, I think the paparazzi presence is so much more aggressive in Los Angeles than yeah. here that for a, a celebrity, Coming to Atlanta is like a break. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> it, it's, it's a lot calmer. Yeah. But, yeah, but I, I think still, too, people will be more starstruck in some instances here because of the fact that you're seeing um, – but I, I, don't, I ain't going to say that they're going to approach them the same, you know. Like, like I've seen, you know, quite a few people, and I recognize them like um, – I remember I was in uh in uh LA fitness. Okay, that was a little crazy, guys. I got kind of muted out of my own show. Where does that happen at? Oh, okay. Only on. Ain't nobody but the devil, sister. Ain't nobody but the devil. Guess what? But hey, he don't get no victory. We still gonna run this thing. How about that? I'm trying to tell you. Uh, But yeah, man, I I got clicked off. I was just saying, I saw the Kimbe Matan LA Fitness one time, and this one guy was so funny because if you the Kimbe is like you know twelve feet tall. So he was walking uh, by, and this one guy was on the machine. He almost let the, the dumbbell fall on his chest because I guess he was <laughs> kind of stunned when he walked by. And um, the Kimbe was real cool. We just kept on going. So when he came back, you could see the guy was just kind of hanging around, waiting on him to come back. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I was just saying, for the most part, you, you'll you find that um, it's a lot calmer, I guess is what I was trying to say. Uh, than what you may find in, in in Los Angeles, and I don't know, maybe they they're not as invasive to you in L.A. because the fact that, like I was saying, the paparazzi is so, you know, in your face. Um, but in, you get in more LA versus here. Mm-hmm. They get more exposed, and like uh, you, it was said in the conversation earlier, it's more like laid back here. They probably come here for more of a relaxed, uh, settled environment opposed to being out all the time. You know, in L.A. It's so much advancement for them out there and, and, mm-hmm. and seen all the time. So when we see them here, they kind of get that little pumped up excitement, like, oh, they go, they go such, such, they go such, such, you know, po- you know, uh, you know, that's what I see. 
Exactly. I think uh, what I was asking um, Pimp before he hung up, um, we we lost him too at the same time. Uh, but what I was asking him, you, did you see the Grammys? You know what? I, I caught the tail end of it. I caught the tail end of it when it was doing the song Kill Me. Kill you. We killing it. Yeah, I only saw a little bit of it, just a tail end. I didn't get the chance to sit in the whole show. It was amazing. It yeah. really was. It really wow. was absolutely amazing. Is that I, my I girl, Jenny? Um, yeah, yeah Jenny came in. She slipped in the back door. I just I, slid I, in. How about sexy sister doing? My other sexy sister doing? <laughs> I'm doing fantastic. I'm sitting up here just chilling. And, you know, um, I was trying to come in and tell everybody what was happening. And, and so, of course, we have all of these beautiful technicalities. And I'm just talking away and realize that um, I have never unmuted my mic. Oh wow! There ain't nobody. There ain't nobody for the devil. But still, you still get that. Tell the devil here, you ain't got no victory. You know what I say? You know what I say? Oh my God, we're so glad to have you on the show. And yeah, you know, so glad to be a part. I know when Sonny was asking about, um, you know, the differences with how people in the industry of entertainment, sports, or um, music, or or other how they always ask to support. She knows she even mentioned it on the show. That's one of my biggest griefs is that you ask for your fans to support you. You ask for um, people to, to t- go on Twitter, go on Facebook, go on all these social medias to make sure that their likes are like 20,000 million, quadrillion, bazillion. But then when it in turn turn around and you just reach out and say, hey, can you like my page? You're not even known. Now, most of the time they are they have a whole team of marketers that are tweeting for them and laying messages for them. So at least have your have your team to respond back to the fans because it's important that mm-hmm. you reciprocate what you're asking from somebody. And if somebody is going bananas over you as an artist because of your work, of course, and I think we've had this topic, you know, on the show last year, of course you want to have safety. Of course there are some people who are in stalker mode, I mean, for real. So you have to protect the safety of your family, your, um, you have to protect yourself and your team, but you don't have to be rude. That's the mm-hmm. difference. There's a and, way to be assertive without being rude. Right. And may I add, uh, such a, if, if you don't have a sense of level of humbleness, mm-hmm. of humbleness, and a mm-hmm. trust in God, you, you, you're going to have those kind of issues where you don't know how to deal with people, uh, right. and don't know how to handle people. You know, but well, you become humble to your humble beginnings, all the way to your humble endings, and mm-hmm. with the love of God in your life, you can be able to, God is not going to let nothing happen to you. And I'm not going to turn this out into no Christian thing, but God will protect you. And even mm-hmm. though there are stalkers, like you say out there, yes, he gives you the intuition and wisdom to know who, mm-hmm. who what, what, what mm-hmm. in line with him. So my, I say to that, a lot of it starts with being humble. humble. Right. right. Can't be rude to people that's out here paying your bills. Um, okay, right. I need you to say that one more time. Very carefully orchestrated. Say that one more time. Mm-hmm. You cannot. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because I've done it to people who are out here paying your bills. See, that's the part that they forget. They they forget. I remember working in a retail store many, many years ago, over 20 years ago, at a good friend of mine who was an awesome salesperson. He really was amazing, very courteous, extremely professional in a men's wear, not a men's warehouse, but it was like a men's store, you know, suit, ties, and I can't even think of the name of it. I don't even think they're in business anymore, but this lady came in, and she was beyond rude, okay? When mm-hmm. I said she was beyond rude, she was belittling. She was nasty. Her expectations was wait on me, clip my toenails, curl my hair, you know, go run and get me caught, that kind of rude, that you owe me your life. And Oh, she was terrible. And he finally told, she asked him a question, and he began to ignore her. And she said, did you hear what I said? I mean, you're acting all nasty, and I'm paying your bills, right? Uh Uh-huh. She said, if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't be getting a paycheck. I'm the one who pays your bills. And he said, well, until you give me a raise, (laughs) Mm. until you give me a raise, I will no longer be waiting on you. Okay? Now, in that instance, if a person is being horrible to you, not to say you be horrible back, but you, you protect yourself. You know, somebody's trying to just pull your clothes off and rip you apart because you are a celebrity. Sweetheart, that's not in the in my safety. But exactly. I am the one who's buying your record, your book, coming to see your movie or whatever. Treat me with kindness. Treat me with, with kindness. Just like Sunny said earlier. Just a little bit of a response yeah, from what yeah. made somebody's day. Made somebody's mm-hmm. day and and at the end of the day or at the beginning of the day, I know my prayers for this year has been, let me be a better friend. Let me be a better person to those that I call myself being friends with. Right. Let me be a better family member. In other words, let me do my part. Because, see, when I turn around and say my expectation of our friendship is that it's just reciprocated. I'm not asking you to change. I'm not asking you to be me. I'm simply saying if we've partnered together, then let me be good to you, and then you be good to me. And it should be that way. To to me, I think that should be the way, even when you're a celebrity. Exactly. I feel. I feel. That's just my whole thought process right about there. Exactly. That's what's up. So Harrison, now you're here. You're here in the Atlanta area. What did you cook today? Because you know, on the snow days, somebody told we had a conversation earlier. On the snow days, people cook and have sex. That's just what they do. That's just oh, what they do. Yeah, I so I ain't gonna ask, I ain't gonna ask you if you had sex because that ain't none of my business <laughs> on air. I'll call you after the show because yeah, you're my brother, and I'll be like. Let me know the tea, but on the air, I'm going to ask you, what did you cook today? 
Maybe I'm going to set the cup on the table and you can fill it with whatever you want to fill it with. But uh, I've been taking it easy maybe today and no, that part didn't take place because, baby, I'm a 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, man. I ain't no all day, man. I'm 2, 3 a.m., 4 a.m. Look at I come within the fourth hour. That's the way I like to work it. <laughs> okay, when, the, when the mice are sleeping. For sure. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's what's up. Pimpton made his way back on the line too, didn't you? Yeah. yeah, yeah we're we we just gonna blame it on the Georgia blackout. We're just having all kinds yeah, of issues in our market. We today. Gonna, <laughs> listen, yeah, we're gonna blame everything on on our governor today. Yes, indeed, we're gonna blame everything on the governor. But before I go there, because you know I'm ready to go into that frosty frozen. But so Harrison, where did you cook today? Because I'm gonna tell you about my beans that I made. Mm-hmm. Baby, I took the day off today. I ain't do nothing. I did it last night. I ain't do nothing today. Today been a free day today. Just been laid back. Oh, so you just laid back, watched some TV, kicked your feet up? Yeah, I did a little bit of how to fix my life reruns, you know, remakes and stuff like that, and just been chilling out. That's it. And I hang out with my boy, Gerald. Gerald in the house. Oh, Gerald. Hey, baby brother. Uh, yeah, he put the click in. He listening. I'm going to make you get on Want to see the yeah, get online and, and talk to us whenever you get a chance. Pope Pimper, what, what you cook today or what did you eat today in our frosty frozen kind of really, kind of really, really and truthfully, you know, I done got on a diet, so I'm really on like the smoothie tip. You know, I just had me a couple of little smoothies during the course of the day. I'll probably eat something in about an hour, and that's going to be it for me. Wow. I'm so proud of everybody that has been working out and eating so well. And I have gained every pound that everybody has lost. I'm eating ridiculous stuff. Fruity Pebbles and drinking Bud Light. You know what I'm saying? That's well, okay. I, I, I need to get some of them back from you, baby. I need to take a couple pounds back from you. I need Listen, to look back from you. When I get real happy about it, I'm going to sit down and really let you have that back. But for now, yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Yes, but I think <laughs> overall, overall, you look you look fabulous, baby. And I ain't talking about going with the wind, but good girl, you look you good. Ain't say what you say, Harris, it ain't going with the wind, fabulous. <laughs> we, ain't talking, we ain't talking about going with the wind. We talking about a natural, baby. You go natural beauty. Uh, let me tell you something. Oh, with, I, oh my I God. really, I would receive that and accept it gladly. Yes, but I am going to, I told a group, we were with a, a group of friends, and they're older, they're, you know, some of them anyway are in their 50s and 60s. And watch them out, watch these, No, 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 not older, bad, just older than me. Now, now let me tell you the good, wait for it, because it's a good point about this thing. So they were, talking about, they were talking about going to work out. They go to spin mm-hmm. class. At, you know, we were at a gathering. They said, well, we got to go to bed kind of early because they have been up since 4.30 and 5.00. And so we were like, well, wh- why have you been up so early? And they go, because we got up, we have spin class at 530 and 6 o'clock. I said, spin what? They said, we go to spin class, like spinning on a bike, exercising at 5 in the morning. And they exercise, they go out, they're working. I mean, they're getting it in, looking great. Wow. Looking phenomenal. Now, uh, I said the 50s and 60s, because... Here I am in my mid-40s, and I'm picking up everybody's weight they're losing. And they're like, Jazzy, you need to come on and work out with us. I said, baby, let me tell you something here. 
when I lived in Savannah, right, I went uh-huh. and joined the 24-hour gym. Is I that got up early. I wonder. I can't remember where off Eisenhower, not Eisenhower, Abercorn. You know everything off of Abercorn in Savannah. Yeah. So I I go to the 24-hour gym, 6, 7 o'clock in the morning. I walk in the gym every day, committed, committed to walking past all the equipment <laughs> to go into the shower and take a two-hour shower every day. No, they have songs in their camp. Every, <laughs> listen, listen. I joined the gym. For a purpose. Just to take a okay. shower. You understand me? Do you hear what I'm saying? Let me tell you, the, the personal trainer finally, after about 30 days, came up and said, I see you here every day, but I never see you working out. So he was wondering <laughs> that I come at a certain time, like maybe when he wasn't there. I said, darling, and you never will. I did not join this gym. To work out, I'm tired of people telling me I take up too much water at my house. So I come to the gym to shower for as long as I feel like it. Iron my clothes and go to work. So I'm just listen. Hey, I'm just saying. I'm just saying that my sisters and brothers who are getting it in. I'm just going to say 2014 is your year. I salute you. I will be eating a red velvet cupcake, watching you work out and get it in. I'm just saying, I am okay. Oh, my hey, God. People. Until people. my I don't mind know why. is right, until my mind is regulated, that's where I'm going to be. That's where I'm going to be right there. <laughs> There's no relationship. That's my story. That's my story. But see, yesterday I made, I I, I broke out the crock pot as soon as they said we were going to have snow. I got a, I did old school North Carolina, North Carolina, get you some kidney beans and cornbread, baby. We've been putting it down. We've been farting the whole day. Just make you want to fart all day. You know what I'm saying? Listen, can I tell y'all, I'm going to tell you about my producer. I'm going to tell you about my producer. Yes, I am, because this is online talk radio. So my producer, Sonny, is eating the great beans that we cook. We're getting ready for the day, you know, getting everything together. And I hear this little windbreaker sound that just said, just real easy, just (laughs) real It's an easy little sound. All of a sudden, I hear this accusation that said, Dang, Jazzy, did you pass gas? <laughs> I was like, What? Did I, you asking me, Did I pass gas? And she was like, mm-hmm. Dang. This is a case of the emergency broadcast system. That's <laughs> 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 your area. Listen, this thing is serious, guys. This thing is serious. I was traumatized because sometimes I forget things, right? Sometimes my mind go a couple of different directions because I got a lot of stuff. But you generally don't forget when it passed from you, okay? (laughs) This girl then let out a nice... (laughs) 
and didn't even know it came out and blaming it on me. So I politely says to my producer, you might want to move your jeans or something and see... Where that smell is coming from? Cause on my end, I'm alright. I'm, I'm just showing y'all what I have to deal with working with Loudmouth Radio Network. I'm just saying, oh, can God. I have a moment of silence in the frosty Atlanta? That's all I'm saying. Oh my God! Just so y'all know, we yes. just wanted to test this. This is the premise for a joke. We just really wanted to know. Yeah, right. How y'all yeah, right. gonna do with that? <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's some things I can take and run well, with. It it how works. I do, it works. It works. So how it I, works. I do I can take it and run with it. Oh, oh, okay. Use it. You, I give you permission. Use it on the stage tomorrow. When somebody blame you on a. Just tell them to shake oh their pants, leg. Check it out. <laughs> See where it came from. See where it came from. Oh, uh, look, oh uh, just, wait to feel, uh, just wait to feel the little moist, the little wet, the little moist part. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Then you yes. Then know the guy, by, the guy by the muscles to let loose. What did you say? What you say? <laughs> but I tell you what, those beans was off the chain. They were off the chain. You know, you got to have comfort food when it's snowing outside and you can't even make it to the to the gas station <laughs> or in it. I mean, you you can't make it nowhere. And, we, and you know what? Let me tell you what, what's the funniest part. Why do we expect, now we can't make it out, but we expect the, the convenience store workers, I don't care what's going on, we expect them to be there. Yeah. Oh, my God. It, it don't matter what holiday, it don't matter if it's snow, rain, sleet, hurricane. When we go to that corner store, we expect somebody to be there working. That's right. Oh, my That's God. Right. Ain't it sad? Ain't it sad? Yeah, we yeah. get over there. Girl, I can't believe Chevron was closed. <laughs> okay. And, and we a quick trip closed. Home. They lose their mind up there, boy. Quick trip closed. Yes. That's it. Quick trip shut down. Oh, my it's, God. It's a, mass, it's a massacre. It's, it's you close in Atlanta, quick trip closed. Yeah. Well, you... Yeah. You can't close Walmart too much either, man. You can't close yeah, Walmart. That's true. Walmart. I lost my mind when that happened. I went to Alabama and Walmart was closed at eleven o'clock. I lost my mind. That's what kind of Walmart closed at eleven o'clock. Four wheelers and snagger two people sitting outside. I'm sorry, buddy. They ain't got no more. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you <laughs> you right. Okay. You right about it. Oh yeah. my God, people. Yeah, that's a travesty if you close Walmart. But yeah, that's a, that's the truth. We had a good friend of ours that I, I like to lost my mind because I, I haven't been out of the house since Monday. I haven't cracked open a barely cracked open a door and let the dogs out since Monday. But um, so you know I'm okay. We done cooked the beans. Everything is good. We're gonna eat those for two days. And then we're going to start on some different stuff. Then realize we didn't go grocery shopping, so it's a, a whole other issue. But nevertheless, we're we making it do. Making up meals, but making up meals. Making meals. See, I told y'all, I'm from, I'm from the country, baby. I know how to put it together. Mama taught me well. But what she did. Put them in some ramen noodles. Huh? Don't <laughs> oh, 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 o
Okay. <laughs> and mix me some red and grape Kool-Aid together and call yes. it a drink. Oh, God. You better know. <laughs> you better know how to so do red it. Red ain't never a flavor. Everybody asks you what your favorite color Kool-Aid is. You tell them red. Red ain't a flavor. <laughs> <laughs> Crank up that red kind. They got 50 yes. different colors of red. Strawberry, cherry, black cherry. They got 50 different colors of red. All you know you want is red. But it's just red. It. Now, right? Whatever kind oh, you have with a splash of lemon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, but I ran out of cream for my coffee, and, honey, I have been losing my mind all on Facebook. Lord, somebody come and help me send the DOT, send the truck. What you do? Next time you lose your cream for your coffee, open you up a can of cream corn and leave the lid on it, and just pour some right off and in that coffee. That thing go taste the same way. You know you dirty. Oh my god. You know you dirty. You dirty with that business. Oh my god. No, nah, nah, Then you gonna have me around here going. You know that milk. Oh that my song, god. You get a third day in I can't do that. I have to have non-dairy cream. So I done ran out. I've been around here all day with no coffee. I lost my mind. How would you oh, say my God. We got another call in. Welcome to Loud My Radio. This is just this, this time on in. Who do we have on the line? Sweet baby Keita. Oh, my God. <laughs> Welcome. Well, hey, Hello. I just want to tell you, you what. Excellent. I'm excellente, excellente. Let me tell you, all those list. who don't know what's about to happen on this line tonight, Sweet Baby Tita <laughs> is another. Oh, my God. My, ooh, I feel like Fred Sanford right now. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, don't do that to me. This is no, a great I... thing. This is one of our own Atlanta comedians, Lakita Sweet Baby Keto on the line. Girl, what's going on? Happy New Year, girl. Happy New Year to you as well. Ain't nothing going on but the rent. And I can't get it out here in this snow. You can't prostitute in the snow. You understand? Huh? Somebody tell somebody. Somebody tell somebody. You got to let me know when it's cold like that. Yeah, you can't get it when it's on ice. You got to warm it up. Oh, my God. Get this ice up. This is ridiculous. I've been held in my house like a. I think I'm on house arrest. I've been in my house. I don't feel like it. Oh damn! I've been watching Scandal though. I got like all three seasons, so like I've been making it. You know what I'm saying? That's That's, my lifeline. Yeah, this is a marathon day. This is when you're watching the Law and Order. Yeah. I, I got in like two Breaking Bad episodes for a little bit. I'm gonna go back to it after we get off air. I ain't gonna even lie to you. Yeah, I'm just mad like my daughter this is the, the fun house for some reason. I don't know why, but these motherfuckers made they way, excuse me. Can I say that on radio? Oh, uh, you are on online radio. You already yeah. did. You already did. <laughs> <laughs> these are bad excuse me, badass kids that came up here and ate up all my damn groceries. <laughs> You know you don't get, you know ain't no food stamps gonna be on the card the next month. How do y'all gonna play me like this? Yes, you already know the government shut down in Georgia. Shut it down. Oh, 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 don't you know the rats in the house? Gotta put them in line. Yeah, I've been hiding stuff, so I got some potato chips under my pillow. 
And a drink. You know you got to hide at least one drink of cookies and a potato chip, man. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. So let me ask you a question. Did any of your kids get stuck? No, 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 we live in Stockbridge, and uh, they had enough common sense to yes. call us and say that school was going to be out the day before. They were like, it's going to be a storm, we're going to cancel school, so they didn't even go to school that day. And I thought that was ridiculous because I had a friend of mine, he called, he said the school called and said they were going to let out the um, the driving the students that, you know, rode to school at 145, mm-hmm. and the ones that rode the bus were going to be released at 230. He said they called back and said the buses were unable to transport them and you had to come and get them. So, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, that was like an mm-hmm. hour later. So, you know, it was just really kind of crazy. He was like his daughter was stuck. So he had to, um, and he was like on the other side of the world working. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, wow. Ain't nothing close in Atlanta. If you're 20 minutes from something, that is the best. But close. yeah, if you t- yeah, if you tell somebody you're stuck, then you stuck for a minute. Right, right. Well, let me tell you, it was so many people. I had a friend of mine this morning that tried to get out and go to work at 5:30, 6 o'clock, which I fussed her out. But then I forgot what she does. She she uh, um is transport for patients. So she's oh, I thought she worked at the Quick Trip because you know they open twenty four hours. Right. You got to get your hot dogs on that rolling thing, baby. It's not five a.m. Okay, all right. But yeah, she transports patients, so she was thinking about a patient that she needed to get to dialysis, and so she was trying oh. to be the Samaritan, which was really sweet. But I'm saying, y'all, don't put yourself in jeopardy trying to yeah. go help somebody. Okay. So she lives out in Grayson, okay? Oh, I don't Grayson. even know what that is. It just sounds far. That it is. Girl, I'm out that way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's deep. It's deep. So she drives out of her subdivision. Where she traveled, where she got up to was maybe not even to the third light from her subdivision, which this is so like in a car, it's a minute drive, maybe two minutes. Yeah. So not even trying to get on 78, she saw so many cars slipping and sliding. She turned around to try to get back through that. It took her 25 minutes to get back home. Dang. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I live out in Stockbridge. I work at UPS, and we go to work over in the morning. I was supposed to be to work this morning at 3 a.m., but I nicely take my boss, like, I can't get out of my neighborhood. Like, I'm not going to try. Like, I don't, yeah. I mean, I know you got to get the mail. Like, our mailman came. Them, you know what? They got the worst job in the whole United States. I don't huh. care what it do. They still got to put your mail in that box. <laughs> okay. So they, they, I would be fired from everybody's job. Yeah. I would be fired. Hey, and and that's, hey, well, that's we got another from... caller. We want to welcome whoever our new guest that just came in on Live My Radio. Who we got on the air with us? You got your elder Kevin English online. Kevin English, hey. brother. Yeah. How wonderful. <laughs> we got our elder on the line and my friends is cussing and everything. That's also that's I'm great. I'm not talking about to stop cussing. I want to be a, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to be a deaconess. It's I really am. It's all good. It's all good. Don't judge me. <laughs> Don't judge me. No, y'all better... Yeah, hey, baby, 
me let me tell you, don't get it <laughs> twisted. Our bro will keep it real with you. He was mad. He was hot. He was hot when he had to drive through this though and go get. Yes, I was. Cam. Yes, I go was. Yes. Tell us your story, baby. Tell us your story. Well, you know, I'm a native Chicagoan, so I know how to handle it. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I had to drive for me and everybody else. So I had to leave Decatur at work at noon. I got to my granddaughter at East Point by a little after one, and then I only live up the street from the school, so I could not get home. So I had mm-hmm. to also go and get my partner that works near the airport. So I had to come up getting down Roosevelt Highway and then up mm-hmm. uh, Riverdale Road and take a back road to get him, and then on mm-hmm. the way back, that we cannot get on the interstate. Say it no, took man. an hour and a half just from there to get from the airport to Washington Road where I live. Dang, that's a there whole other Yeah, exactly. like driving. I had to come up a back road, so it was only two lanes. There were people trying to go around us to get on Roosevelt Highway, and they got stuck. And I'm like, Dang. you know what? I'm not moving. I'm not letting you in. You right, just, uh, right. <laughs> you know, I hate to be like that, but I might just sit away. And you an like elder? Else. If they going to yeah. uh, demote you, you've been acting a little awry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had to lay that down for a minute because I was a little And you know what, Elder Kevin, I respect <laughs> you, but I am so tired of people. That first statement is they from upstate. Listen, I understand you done braised the elements upstate and everybody done braised them so much that they cool with it. These folks down here don't braise the elements. We don't know. No. What we do is we buy bread, we get some eggs, we get some milk, and we make fresh and toast sugar. and drink milk. And you be in your house. You do not come right. out. We don't. We don't want to brace the elements. We don't want to. I mean, we'll shut the city down. As long as you got those essential items, you can be in your house. I don't know why people be out trying to make it or do some, or they from upstate. They just right. don't handle it. Stop just that. We don't tell them. Not only that, you know, I'm like trying to keep at least one car length in front of me. So if I slide or you sliding back, we, we got have some camp not bumping into each other, but cars behind me are like on my bumper, and I'm like, okay, hold, you know, give me some space. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's mm-hmm. crazy. But, you know, they weren't getting it, and you know, when I finally got to my my street, the traffic was stopped. And I'm like, I could see my gate to my subdivision. I said, well, you know what? Did you cuss throughout <laughs> no, this whole idea? Was that cussing <laughs> No, not that. Guy. I was keeping it cool. <laughs> But I went around. So you, you retained your Jesus. You huh? retained your Jesus throughout this I whole ordeal. I, I really did. I, except for when them people tried to come around, I was like, okay. He that's said it. itself. He did say itself. Okay, good. I'm glad we know <laughs> yeah, that you ain't you ain't as perfect as you portray yourself. What you running for? Oh, <laughs> no, I need to because it looks like the man in the governor is not doing a good job. They did not do a good job. I mean, no. I, I live in Stockbridge. We shut it down. They called us today before didn't Wednesday. We? Not gonna, they ain't going to let your kids stand out in no bus stop. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. I don't mean to harm. I have to say this. It, it is a, a difference. I love these white people out here. They don't play. 
They is not gonna put you and your children, your children in hurt all the time. You will not right. have to worry about. Yeah, we got the best law enforcement. They, I'm telling you, we got more police than we got people out here in South Bridge. It is, this is going down. This is not what you want out here. This is. Well, fortunately to say no. Atlanta ain't, ain't like that. They want to get rid of them church, get them out the house. We don't care how yeah, they do that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They see them kids in school. Look at well, here. I went Look at mine. I'm like, I ain't playing that. I'm not waiting on the school Yeah, call. they sent them out there. Now, they let me tell you something. They had no biscuits or nothing. Let me chime <laughs> in because, you know, I used to homeschool my kids, and people used to say, oh, my God, I don't know how in the world you stay with your kids all day. I would go crazy. I don't either. Now, first of all, let me just tell you this. <laughs> let me tell you, it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy, but I had to take a stand for a couple of years with my kids. But this is the deal. If the city, not the city, if the weather people tell you this is going to be worse, the possibility of being worse than 2011, they told you that on Sunday, okay? I know it was Sunday, because I actually thought it was Monday, and I sent out a text that we don't need to have a meeting, and they was actually telling me, well, that's not happening until Tuesday. So I was all mixed up. That's why I know it was Sunday, but nevertheless. On Sunday, I said to myself, I'm not going anywhere at all, period, after Monday night. It's over. I'm not moving. So I stayed my beautiful self right here in the city of McDonough slash Stockbridge. So I get what you're saying. But the deal is, if I had younger kids now, they would have been at home with me because, see, at the end of the day, if something goes crazy, I got to be out there like Kevin was trying to pick up folks. I wasn't a oh, mama, so when they said the school was going to be closed, I was happier than the kids because I don't want to get up with you in the first place to send you to the bus. You're doing way too. What kind of parent are you? You involved? I like you, ma'am. Yes. I got okay. a 15 year old and a 12 year old, and they are on their way out, ma'am. Please believe it. The 15 year old got two more years. I told her to stand by the door. Don't go out, but you leave here. I want them out of here, ma'am. <laughs> I do the least. Do you hear me? The least, ma'am. Defect is on my heels. I got one more time to violate. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna cut my phone cells off, ma'am. I'm telling you, I, I, I don't, I don't have any kids. I don't have any kids, and I got rid of all my stepkids because when all my ex girlfriends called me and asked me to get any kids a ride to school, I'm like, where they daddy? You know, I don't. <laughs> 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 Look at you that broke up with them and the kids. You cannot break up with the kids. My ex boyfriend called me today. He called me yesterday. You know. They be trying to get me in accidents when I was driving, covering up my eyes and all kind of stuff, and I'm on the expressway. You can't do that. So I just think it was the day to go ahead and let that go. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. On a serious note, going back to what you were talking about when – and, Kevin, this is no reflection on you because you didn't oh, know, no, but no. I have I, – I ranted and raved. I, I finally got to that point today on Facebook. I had to take a break. Because I was so angry at people saying, like Sonny said at the beginning of the show, it doesn't matter if you're from New York, Philly, Midwest, Minnesota, none of that matters. Because snow and ice are two different things. And Harrison drove truck for years, so we had this conversation earlier. 
the truck drivers who drive through all of those cities and, I mean, snow up to the top of the tractor trailer, they driving through, they making their way because they know how to do it. They got here in little old Georgia and shut the highways down because they were slipping and sliding into fire trucks, side of the road. A friend of ours went on Facebook and said, hey, guys, I'm pent in between two trucks. Can you please call 911 to come and help wow. me get out? Dang. Wow. Yes. That's serious. Now, that's serious. And the po- my point is we can laugh, we can joke because we do that. We need to have fun. But when you're sitting on Facebook talking about, y'all don't know how to deal with this. No, this is too funny. Okay, let me show you what funny is. Let me show you that it's elder people who have to get home that can't drive in this weather, that need medication that they didn't realize Mm -hmm. they were not going to be able to get back to because they didn't realize that the the highways were going to be shut down. When you're laughing, you're laughing at a five-year-old that's on a bus that cannot call their mom because they don't have a cell phone, and mom can't call them because they can't get through to the schools because the circuits are busy. So no, nobody know where nobody is. That's exactly. what you laughing that's at. Not, that's not funny. And, and not only that, I don't, you know, I consider myself a skilled driver, even coming from Chicago, but mm-hmm. I have to drive for everybody else. I know how to get right. through the ice, but I have to trust that the next driver knows how, which right. I can't. So it don't know. matter where you come from, if you don't know how to drive in that type of element, it's bound for disaster. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, mm-hmm. it ain't about driving. I mean, in the element, the situation changes. It may be ice here, slush here, black ice. Like, it's so many different things. It ain't about you're the best driver. I mean, ain't nobody got to be Tom Petty out there on the highway. You right. just got no, no, I'm not saying there, but there, but there is a skill to driving in snow and ice. That's all mm-hmm. I'm saying. You know, everybody well, don't know how to drive I'm going to say this here. There's no skill to driving in ice because there's ice is just uncontrollable for anybody. There's a skill to driving snow, but there's no skill to yeah. driving ice. Never seen ice. No, you just got to slide and glide with it, really. That's right, it. but you still have to. You know, there's still a way of, of handling your vehicle, even if you're going to crash into somebody or something. You know, you still have to have some some level of skill to maintain that vehicle. That's oh, all. How many? Let me ask you this: How many people? How many people when they in that moment caught up in in, in losing control on their ice? Bringing uh, those skills that you play. How many people think about okay? Not many. How many Mm-mm. people think no. the car going away? The people I need to do. They trying to they they, they panicking. They trying to hoping they ain't finna end up in the worst situation. So, oh yeah, I agree. You, and you they know they ain't paid their insurance. Honey, they just try not to hit nobody. <laughs> Governor, 
right? So she then yeah. came back and said, so all of the people, I mean, all of the people that Governor Deal keeps pushing, you know, oh, I'm going to let this person, because I'm not in charge of that, I'm going to let this person speak, because, oh, no, this person is in charge. No, baby, you are in charge of the whole entire group, because okay. you're over the entire state. So I'm going to be yeah, a little bit yeah. in your face. I'm going to be a little bit in your face, Governor, I, I, and I just am, simply because. He was trying to pass the baton like he was running the marathon. I thought that was Bob. I thought that was baton Bob when I was watching the, the news. I thought that was Bob. Yeah, I was going to get out there with some iodine salt and just shake it back and forth and try to help y'all out. But I said, no, nah, I'm going to stay at home. <laughs> <laughs> I, was gonna get some, I was just going to go get some caffeine yeah. myself. Yeah. Harrison, yeah, what you need to say? I was going to get what? some cat litter and some iodine salt mixed together and going out there and help y'all out. Okay. But one thing is true. One thing is true. There's a difference between snow and ice. Snow is white and ice is clear. So yes. as yes. long as that in mind, you can drive in it. Because I can see the road when ice be dying there. I just get me a lighter and put by my tires. It melt everything. <laughs> <laughs> is that lighter? That is hilarious. Well, Sorry, I'm going to say that. I'm going to say this in reference to what you sent me earlier and the, the young lady say, stated in the video, uh, 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 the governor, in, in response to what you said, Jazz, the governor, mm-hmm. not the governor, how he pushed people, and he's the one responsible. The young lady made a statement. She said, it's just a head coach. He called he, he he call the plays, and then you got to play on the field. They have to have to uh, play the play. While he's standing back, and they got to bring home the trophy, and he still stand back. That's exactly what that is. That's that, right. That's, what they do. That's, that's right. What they do. But but see, you know what? I, I'm I'm gonna tell you. Certain things to me is a no brainer. If we mm-hmm. all, if you go to, I've been saying this all day. You go to work. What time you say you have to be to work for the truck? UPS five in the morning, three in the morning. Three in the morning. We got some people go to work at five. Some people go to work at six, eight, nine, ten, eleven, one, two, whatever time. Everybody is going to work at a different interval of time. So you might have 500 to go each time, 1,000, 20,000, or whatever. Then you have the kids to go to school, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock. How in the world do you think if we all breaking up and going to work at different intervals, you going to say, everybody get off of work and school at 12 and go home, and the highways are not going to be jam-packed. Where was your brain? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what, what the brain was? Brain? The, the brain was they was already at the house. They made the call to, to, to publicize it. So they didn't care. I guess, yeah, they didn't care, and they didn't think. You think you're going to release 100,000 people at one time, and our highways is just going to handle it? First of all, oh, yeah, more than that. there's over 5 million people in Metro Atlanta, not counting people who are commuting through Georgia just to get to wherever. Right. right. Just so think about don't have transportation. They was relying on public transportation. Yes. You know, mother ain't good when the sun out. I know they <laughs> fell off and dropped the ball with his snow. I ain't talking about nobody. Y'all ain't heard this from me, please. <laughs> oh, but, but yeah, it's true. I kept looking at the same since yesterday. We didn't sleep until about four in the morning checking on people and. You know, because people were were posting so much on Twitter and Facebook about 
my aunt, my my kids, my daughter, my partner, my husband. If you on this side of town, can you can you see if you see them? I mean, this was some crazy, like that unbelievable. Crazy. It was unbelievable. But so the we didn't bad even... thing is, is that you know we're at home comfortable, and I know for me, I felt I felt helpless because I'm like I can't do yep. anything for anybody. Yeah. <laughs> I, yep, me too. All me I could too. do was yeah. pray, you know, but there was nothing I could do. Right. You know, right. You know, you know, this is your prayers right off. I feel you. I got you. But, um, but I'm going to tell y'all, let me, let me share y'all a post that was posted um, about 25 minutes ago, and I guess that, you know, they were listening to us and they just posted online. Just my thoughts. Many people are posting on Facebook this beat that they're so sick of us northern people talking crazy about this so-called snow. But the truth uh-huh. is they freak out when they shouldn't, and if they are so used to it, stop crying about it. Just about everyone that was on that highway stuck was from a state that didn't, that doesn't have snow, I'm pretty sure of it. And the ones that did get stuck went into survival mode because that's what folks do from up north, Windy City kids. That's all right. Once again, I'm so tired like, of that. I'm so tired of hearing that. That's not true. But that's a matter of opinion. That's a matter of opinion. I'm just saying, opinion. I bet you they were sit, I bet really... they were sitting still. You can drive. You can do whatever. But I promise you, they were sitting still on that that's highway it. with everybody else because you Thank cannot you. get through. It ain't about what you can and cannot do and all your skills. You can't use them. That's like being a karate kid right. with no legs. That makes no yeah. sense. It ain't nothing Let you me. can do. Let me tell you what, three northerners, two, one from Jersey, no, two from Jersey, two from New York, okay? I, I mean, I, I need to find their post and read it exactly. They're from there. You got Sonny, our producer. Kevin is from, from Chicago. These are people who, who I lived in Chicago. I lived in New York. I, I worked in Maine. Give me a break. Let me explain this to you. It doesn't matter if you can drive. You're the best driver in the entire universe. If I let out a million people on a two-lane street, I can't drive nowhere. Period. I can't do it because I can't get around. These were people who were getting junction on two rate on on five seventy five on seven. Honey, it ain't nowhere to go. So, and you in the middle of the night, frozen. Can't, you ain't brought nothing with you. I mean, get, let's get real. I'm not knocking your opinion, but until you walk in my shoes, then you cannot tell me how to wear them. That's number one. You're in New York. It took 139 years for them to get that railroad together. New York was a messed up state. Go back and look at your history. Not one mm-hmm. infrastructure was built overnight. Atlanta is still I'm not I'm not supporting where we are because I think our state and the people of the state need to get it together and make better decisions when they're saying, Hey, let's vote on this. Do we want this to change? It takes all of us. I'm taking responsibility as well. Yeah. It takes all of us to change things. But until you are here, and until your child is crying because they want to come home, then who are you to say that? That's ridiculous. Okay, prime example. New York and most of um, Chicago, they don't have central heating and air. So in the hot summer when you boohooing, oh, it's so hot. We don't have, we don't run out of fans. You don't see us down here laughing because we got central right. heating and air. Right. We're not laughing at the people who people are dead from heat in, the heat in Chicago. Exactly. We're not, we're not laughing at you in New York because you got to go buy a unit to put in your window. 
But not only that, you know, it, it's in those funny. cities, we have more fires in the wintertime than we do in the summer. Okay. And the reason why is because the fire hydrants are frozen. Right. Exactly. So my whole point is, you know, when we're not in certain spaces, of course, it's funny for a minute. Until you have travesty, then it's no, then the joke is not a joke. At some point, exactly. your laughter has to stop, and then your humanitarian side has to pick up. These are people who were freezing. Women were having babies and could not make it to the hospital. Do you under? Let's Dang. get real. And I'm, I'm gonna be graphic. You talking about pushing out a child with blood and water? You already freezing. The baby has to, huh? The baby is has to stay warm. Where is the warmth? You ran out of gas. The car can't turn on. Yep. Yeah, that's that's real. real serious. And the mama and the baby booty out. The mama and the baby booty out. Three kids in the car and a husband, and the fire truck can't make it to you because the tractor trailer with an experienced driver that ran into the fire truck, the the ice, um, um, what do you call it, the snow truck's stuck in the middle, can't even get to you. Give me a break, guys. Come on now. I'm yeah, going. Yeah. Let, me, let me say it like this. Uh, it, it, no matter how much experience you got, you think you got and, and, and over this kind of situation, at the end of the day, you ain't got no control over because at the end of the day, God has last face over how he did. That's why when people, for you ain't got no control. See, I, just like Atlanta thought that they had it under control before the snow came, but it proved them wrong. They always, it was caught off guard once again. When you got people that, cannot, when you got people that cannot move, there's nothing you can do about it. Mm-hmm. Nothing you can do. Right. It was nuts. Nothing they had piled on top of each other. And then the worst part about it, they started talking about, well, we're going to tow some of the vehicles to the pound. I'm like, don't tow them people's cars. Put them to the and side. And they were going to charge them. You're right. going to charge them. Right. And then charge, charge them to get their car back. Come on. That's yeah, crazy. that's how it is. Serious. They one, came one, of my, one, of my, uh, one of my friends, she never even made it home even to get her daughter. She was lucky enough to get a friend to get her daughter from school. But mm. where her car stopped, some neighbors, people that lived in that neighborhood, opened their homes up to some of the drivers that were stuck. Oh, that was nice. That's yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Like, I can't even get my child. And, and then she's got to spend a night, another night in this man's house. She don't even know him. See? Her and okay. five, four or she five. She can get it. No, he got some money. No. <laughs> 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 To go to a stranger's house that I don't know and ask, can I come yeah. in so I can be warm? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know what? That's the problem with us, too. I'm from South Carolina. Please believe I'm country as canned cornbread. We don't have strangers <laughs> like we yeah. living here. Yeah. I don't know my neighbors. I don't know these folks. Yeah. I don't know nobody. But mm-hmm. in South Carolina, you knew you could go to your, you, somebody you knew, that's you right. already knew them. You already knew that's them. Right. I don't meet, me, who, my personality, I don't meet a stranger. People be like, yeah. you act like you know me. I do. You're human. I know humans. That's right. 
Thank what you. I know. And I feel like it ain't about standing in this strange house. If this man was uh, uh, welcoming enough and open enough to open up his door, cause, uh, baby, please believe there's people around here that won't even open their peephole. Oh, I bet that she was holding a watchtower and was a G.O. witness she wouldn't have got it. <laughs> oh, I got something to say. I got something to say about that. She wouldn't have got in the door, baby. <laughs> Lord, let me tell y'all something. Let me make it a lighter note because I tell you, you know, I got in heaven because I've been pissed with that thing today. How about the dog ran out of the house the other day because, you know, the dogs know when neighbors come away. We live on a cul-de-sac. It's kind of quiet. So everybody is known. They know your car sounds, so forth and so on. So we have some new visitors, and they let us know it's visitors in the neighborhood. I opened the door because we're rushing out. I had a speaking engagement, had to rush out. And the dog shot out, ran across the street, barking at the people. Happened to be Jehovah's Witness. I ran across, got the dog, came in the house. I apologize. I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. Felt so embarrassed. Bring the dog in. We're laughing. We're talking, packing up, getting coffee to go, everything. Put on the alarm, grabbing your bag, looking down. You're not paying attention. Open the door, and right in my peripheral vision, I thought I saw, what I thought I saw was a big black guy and a white guy trying to attack me. That's what I thought I saw. <laughs> because in Southbridge, you don't just open your door and it's people in your face. That's just not no. how you do. You don't do, you know, in Southbridge, you got to go out and ask somebody, can you get in my face? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you get in my face? Because ain't nobody getting in your face out here. They're going to speak and go on about their business. Baby, <laughs> we open the door. When I say I scream, child, I'm scared the Jehovah's Witness, the dog. <laughs> honey, hot coffee was about to be poured on folks' head because my peripheral saw some people. And when I tell you, they were right what in our face. What you had on some eyelashes, honey? You must have had on some of them diva lashes, because when I wear them, it always looked like somebody walking up on me. Catch a clip. Uh, Can I ask you something? Uh, 
I tell y'all something, and I mean this wholeheartedly, I don't believe in reality shows. Nothing about that stuff is real. Like, nothing about it is real. It's so rehearsed and, and etched out, and they make these situations. It's not reality. The last reality show that I watched, and God knows, is being Bobby Brown. I am Bobby Brown's number one fan. That was the realest. I mean, Bobby Brown is so real. That was like, like five he didn't even years have ago. to do. I'm telling you, and that's the last reality show that I watched. I would be waiting on Thursday. <laughs> Him and Whitney oh. was a joy to watch. That was unreal. Oh you cannot rehearse that. They was a joy. That was a coup de grace. That was a, that, a housewife. First of all, ain't none of them married, and the ones that's married on their way to divorce, they can't keep a man. You ain't never seen no children. I ain't never seen them cook nothing, flip nothing, do nothing housewifeish. I ain't even never seen them kiss their husband. They don't do nothing. <laughs> I know what they they're supposed to do they as a housewife. They shop good in the money. That's a housewife. Yeah, that's it. No, that yeah. ain't no housewife. That's just. Look, that's uh, all the Portia Hager made, honey. That's the one who get that money on the side. That don't shop. Yeah, that's not a housewife that I know about. No, housewife is making some stuff and sewing some stuff and cooking some stuff. I'm in here cooking right now. Do you hear me? You hear some stuff saying right as we speak. Because that's what you have to do as a housewife. I ain't got no man. I'm dating Mr. Charles. Now, Mr. Charles is a little old. I love it. <laughs> that he have his part of the rent. That's all I love. I, I mean, I don't understand. Oh, oh my God. God. I got the whole to say it. You know what? I, I'm, oh so tired of real, I'm so tired of reality shows. I'm like, can somebody just give me fake TV? Can I just... Thank you. Thank well, you. Well, I have well, fake TV, well, but I, well, I just want well, some... Man, when, when, that, when, that, when that, that newer generation came behind the, the last of us, all the real, all the real originality left here. The, the, the newer people don't know how to make original stuff no more. They don't know how to make no movies. They don't even know how to they make don't. films. No. Well, so have you guys seen Real Husbands of Hollywood? Kevin, Kevin, I Hyde. love that show because it's fake like and you know it. it's fake. But I mean, they're saying that it's fake. They making these situations. I mean, I hate the, for the fact that you're saying that it's a reality show and nothing is real about it. Nothing is real about it. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you ain't going to sit around. I don't think people know how to be real. Like, I don't, I'm the realest person. I, I really I pride myself on being as real as I am. I promise you. That's why I don't have no man. But I am going to get me one this year because I got me a brick, and he's going to wake up with a knot on his head and a ring on his finger and loving me uncontrollably. Is this a prerequisite? Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. It's probably safe to say it don't accept no invitations from Sweet Baby Keita. No, no, I accept nothing. Baby B, baby. about it the real reality is you know apollo is facing some real heavy charges right now and i really hate i really hate i really hate it for their family even for himself you know um yeah because the situation he's up against ain't nothing like and it's it's, what it's, did it's he just do? starting to really he's so up against what, some federal the question charges is what for, didn't he do right okay, yeah, really. what didn't he tell me the two things he didn't do and i can fill in all the other blanks Girl, you tell me 
You tell me what it is, I'll tell you what to feed it, because that is a hot mess. But I don't yeah, watch. Got... Like, I just cannot bring myself. Like, I can't even get engrossed in that foolishness. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. it's too much weave. It's too much, I don't know. <laughs> I, I just can't. I don't understand them. Like, I don't understand. You don't even know who the real person is. If they took that makeup off, they probably wouldn't know their own self. They'd be looking in the mirror like, where I go? Where I go? Mm-hmm. I mean, these people don't know themselves. Like, they don't. Yeah. They, they're, they're yeah. portraying somebody so that you, they, so you know. You, the, did you ever watch it from the beginning and then, uh, you know, as far as, like, me? I, I've watched are, about, like, I it's never engrossed. Like, I may have watched one show, and I am a TV watcher. What did pull me in one time is when you watch, like, when they come back and revisit or whatever, what, when they get yeah. together. Yeah, the, renew, the, 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 the uh-huh. reunion show. Yeah, reunion. now, I've done, a, I've done a reunion show, and then it, now, that's for Love and Hip Hop. I never did it for Housewives, but for Love and Hip Hop, I watched the reunion show, and I was like, oh, my God, this these people, where they let they these folks act like real niggas, and then I can't understand the people they got for loving hip hop. Like Scrappy haven't rapped since Jesus was an infant. He rapped <laughs> at the last supper. Like who picked him? Who said we gonna get little Scrappy? Like all the all the hip hop people in Atlanta. I don't care. Out of all the hip hop people that are in Atlanta. I could not see me going out saying, you know, we're going to get little Scrappy and his uh, drag queen looking mama. And y'all, I don't care what y'all say. It's a bunch of men on there. There's a bunch of men, but they look like women. I ain't going to call no name, but that girl is a a boy. Jocelyn is a boy, honey. (laughs) (laughs) You know know that was a rumor about her. It ain't no room. I bet you she can't back, get back in Puerto Rico with the uh, face she got now. She got to show them that she is Jose and let them go. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> oh, y'all. Oh, 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 my God. Yeah, yeah, going to make me go with my oil. We literally got, yeah, Kevin, please bring out your oil here. <laughs> 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 like, I just don't believe it. ain't no way y'all can this? tell me none of that stuff is real. Like, who, why would they pick Scrappy? Why would they pick the people they pick for the show? Yeah, they needed work. Of course they did. But he should have been in the studio trying to rap or something. Like, the people they picked didn't make no sense. They just grabbed some folks. Like, who knew Stevie J? And Stevie J like men, uh, apparently. But who knew Stevie J? Mm-mm. I Nobody. didn't know nothing about him till the end. Hey, my, my no, I didn't know that. I did remember are. him slightly from Eve because he used to mess with Eve. I think he was at the, the thorn of Eve side yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Eve got her a white man, and I'm so happy for her. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know, right? What? I'm going to get me a white man. Baby, you better find love on a two-way street here. You did a Janet Jackson for you, didn't you? Yes, girl. she did. She, that's what I'm saying. Like, and and they be saying that, like, um, but I'm just saying, get who make you happy. Don't that's talk about thing. who somebody got. Get who makes you happy. Who completes you? Who is going to help you? Because, I mean, so many women, y'all on TV showing. I, I can't say nothing else, Pastor, but y'all ass. Like some of the yes, stuff, I just think, like, oh my God, I cannot believe y'all acting like this for real on TV. Like, and then mm-hmm. it's like real, real stuff that's going on. Like we're talking about this right now. This is a real subject. Like roads being shut down, it's school, it's poverty. 
Um, now they got a new uh, program, Compass, where you have to go in and do your food stamps. But let you call them folks. It's going to take you two days to hold. Ask me, honey, because I'm real. Y'all need to video me. But you got to yeah. hold on like two hours to tell these folks where it's not food stamps. I mean, it's just crazy. Like, we're living it up. If you call them out, they tell you that you didn't even submit your paperwork. Yeah, and you know, doggone where you see it. No, I scared myself in at the office, at their <laughs> office, and they talking about they ain't got it. Wait a minute. They still didn't get it. At their oh. office. I ain't go nowhere else. I was right in y'all building. Okay. Uh, I, 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 I feel hey, your hey. I feel your yeah, Go ahead. Guys, but even while I'm talking to the lady, I got everybody in the office yeah, laughing. Like, I, I really I'm do, good. and that's my job. I, I bring joy to people's lives. And people love that about me. But I'm standing there talking to the lady at the office. Like, I put my stuff in. I'm just trying to check up on the status. She was like, you got to go uh, call this number or go online and check it. It's no other way. We don't do anything here. And she said, just seriously, she said, I'm waiting to get mine myself. She's working that way, no food stuff. That's when you know it's bad. Like, it ain't. Yeah. Y'all want to. Reality is reality. Like, y'all want to do the cute pretty reality. Do some real hardcore. Y'all need to get a camera and follow me around the streets of it. And the thing is, it's it's so many different realities. It's the reality that I don't have enough money. I, I, I need some assistance. I'm a single parent. I'm a single dad. Thank you. I'm a, I'm a single yeah. person because we always leave the single people out, period, without yeah. any kids. Yeah, like they don't you know, eat. Like they just don't eat. Like, like, they, like don't they don't eat. eat. Like they don't have debt. Like they, so, you know, it's that that is the reality, but it is a reality that we have, you know, sixteen year old graduates from college not expected to graduate. We have, you know, young entrepreneurs that have started business. We have businesses that are being successful. It is all sorts of reality. Just grab real just grab real stuff. It doesn't have to be fake. We don't want everything to be drama. And those of us that do have drama. That's that's just yeah. my own opinion. That's just my own yeah. opinion. But I feel like if that's your reality, then you need to watch The Young and the Restless and watch Victor and Nicky and them, and you can stop after five years and watch it again, and they doing the same the shit, crowd. But it's that's what I'm saying. Thing. That's your reality. But why would you put on something that's supposed to be real? Like, I don't want that to be my reality. People walk right. around and... Dropping money in the drop of a dime, having parties, yeah. and they opening these businesses when they already got millions of dollars, and they gonna sell you something to make two point million. More. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's just not my reality. It's some people around here that really need. It. It's some people out here helping in spite of their need. Because my mm-hmm. friend called me the other day, and she's on her sixth child. I mean, sixty-eight wow. child. And you're already in a bad situation. She called me and said, Keita King, my baby has no clothes. She had one outfit to bring her baby home in. I said, mm-hmm. who would call me? I don't have no kids. I really don't even like, I don't like my kids, but I like kids. Okay. So I said, who would, she called me because she know the type of person I am. I made a couple of phone calls and got stuff. I went and picked the stuff up, and I took it to her house. But I had mm-hmm. to lecture her, like, why would you put yourself in this situation? Like, I mean, really, you can do for people, but I feel like a, a person need to, you know what I'm saying, really, you need Some to rattle love. them. Yeah, you need yeah. to, you can do mm-hmm. for them, but I think they need to know, hey, look, you put yourself in this situation. There's so many other things you could have did. 
besides have another baby. Like, while you're already yeah. struggling. You don't have nothing. So you knew you was pregnant for nine months, and you couldn't come up with anything for your baby? That's reality. That's, that's all reality. I can say. But you know but what, and Sonny, and you all know that I work in HIV, and I've been working in it for 13 years. And yeah, when yeah. I sit down and test somebody and they, you know, all nervous and scared about taking this test, I'm like, you should have been nervous when you laid down. Not right. Like, okay. And, right. you know, I remember one guy, we were at uh, West End Mall, college student, he said he was afraid or nervous because his roommate was HIV positive, and he, you know, mm-hmm. he didn't know much about it. He said, well, should, what should I be concerned about? I said, are you sleeping with him? He said, No. But I'm scared. I said, again, are you sleeping with him? He said, no. Mm-hmm. I said, but what you should be scared of, and I said it just like this, you should be scared of where you put your dick. Yeah. And it was like the light bulb went off in his head. And he was like, oh, wow. I was like, really? What? Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. You worried about your surprise. with HIV that you're not sleeping with. But you ain't worried about where you where you have se- who you having sex with and, and how. Who you having sex with, right? Right. See, yeah, that's reality. I mean, that is reality. reality. That is totally. Yeah, I, I that's think, reality. I think we, that's the kind of stuff. You know, if you're gonna first of all, this is me. I believe that we are here one to better ourselves by helping and giving of ourselves to others. You use me, I'm yes. going to use you, but, we, but we're not going to misuse each other. You see, that's the difference. Yep. I'm supposed to be a help to myself, like to my family, to my community, and to my global community. Those are the only reasons why we really here. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's a plenty of people that we can do for. And, sweetheart, you know, if if you need some more clothes, we do have a young lady because we're always giving always given to homeless, um, domestic violence shelters, HIV programs, and just mm-hmm. a whole host of things. And we just had a young lady call me the other day. She said, Jazzy, I have, honey, do you remember the size two or three? Little I think baby it was two T's and three T's. So. I, I think it's two T's and three T's, brand new. Some of it is brand new. We got a whole okay. host. But and that's what I'm of, saying. Like, I got, not only did I get, I got a bouncer, a crib, a uh, um, playpen. When I tell you, I I know what I can do. I know what I can, and I I wholeheartedly believe that we're here to help other people. Yeah. One at one point, I was on a tangent of helping people, but I think, and I had to put this on Facebook one day, and it just was so detrimental. I just lost my faith in people, and it's mm, a hurting feeling wow. to get to that point when you're. My heart is a giver. I'm a server. I'll be at my own functions, and Sonny know that, and I'll be serving other people. I'll make sure they're good, they got food. But I'm a comedian. I'm top notch. People are like, what are you doing? Because that's my spirit. I'm a server. I'm not, you know right, what I'm saying? I'm not right. here for anything else. So that's nothing. I don't act like I'm no diva. I ain't extra. You know, I, ain't, I if we got a VIP station, I'll probably still be sitting out in the audience, you know what I'm saying, watching it from because that's just who I am. I'm not mm-hmm. that person. And that's why to even get to my next level, I have prayed that it won't take away who I am. I don't want to be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't, yeah. you know, scared to have my personal business out, can't go to the Walmart. Do you know how much I love going to the Walmart yeah. looking a mess? <laughs> I look like a crime scene when I go to the Walmart. People keep looking at me like, oh, my God, what happened to you? 
Well, you cannot take that away from me. Let, let me interrupt us just for a minute because we have a person who has tried to call him, and I'm going to read her statement. Say. Go ahead, Jenny. Are you going to you want to read it? Go ahead Go and read ahead. it. Go ahead. Okay. Well, what she, happened um, was, oh, we posted, we posted, um, I think it started from an Instagram image that I posted today that had a two-part image. One was New York City with a lot of snow and a lot of cars. And it was, and they uh, were driving. you know, they traveling. But then at the bottom, we have the picture of Atlanta, and it's, like, ugly. There's yeah. trucks, 18-wheelers, cars, people trying to climb. Right. Right. So what happens is um, there was, you know, this people started liking and posting. So Jazzy made a comment saying it's sad that statements are made in ignorance, so I would not hold them no against most. No way. Uh-uh, most, uh-uh, honey, tell the story right. Tell the story right, producer. Somebody oh, posted yeah. from yeah. New York. That statement that we said earlier and how funny it was and y'all need to come to New York because New Yorkers really know how to, okay, I had had enough. So I made the statement that I was that I was telling y'all earlier about the real lockdown and everything that went on. So right. after, about, after about 25 minutes, whoever posted that went back and deleted their statement. Because I said, you know, you have so many statements that have been posted in ignorance. You're not here, right? So we just had a person who just tried to call in, and this is what she said. Preach, Jazzy, because, sister, we have been stuck in this mess. Some powerful God-sent angels walked up and down the highway offering snacks, water, prayer, blankets, etc. to people. I am from the city and have never experienced such. I prayed even harder for those children, mothers, fathers, etc. I am grateful that at 7.30 a.m., do y'all understand since yesterday, 7.30 a.m. this morning, we made it to our house, yet so many people remain stuck. Nothing but the grace of Jesus and all his angels allow us to get from Perimeter Center West, to Latonia. Wow. Okay? So I'm saying that to say, when we think it's funny, this snow day should have been a, well, it was a reality show, because, honey, that's all that's been on the news. That's all that's been on the TV, every channel, boom, 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 right back to Atlanta. Yeah. 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 So I I wanted to make sure, Cheryl, we're so glad that you and your family were able to get home and that you're safe. We we have been touching so many people. I'm telling you, my, my fingers are tired of typing. I'm like, okay, can you call this person and check on this person? and check? Because it's important. If we can't do anything, like Kevin said, we felt helpless. You When you are a person that helps and you can't mm-hmm. get to something like this, you feel helpless. I was sitting here saying, God, how can I get downtown to do something? But in order for me to get downtown, I got to put myself and my family in jeopardy to get down to try to help. Yeah. See? So here, Cheryl, we're just really glad that she and so many of our friends and family members were able to get home and get home safely after hours and hours and hours. And tonight, I don't know if we, you know, we're doing the show. We don't even know what's going on right now as, as to say whether it's all cleared up. I doubt it. I doubt that very seriously. I think seriously. in certain, certain areas, I, I did go out today, and, mm-hmm. you know, it was like a ghost town with a few cars here and there. Um, but I don't, I, I, like, I don't think it's all cleared, but, mm-hmm. you know, some areas are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They do expect 
refreeze over. They was expecting a refreeze for tonight. So. Oh yeah, yeah. this yeah. that sun went down. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So. Which is crazy. Well, we we're glad that all of you were able to, you know, come on the show. This has been fantastic. This has honestly been a really, you know, you gotta laugh in the middle of of painful situations because if you don't, you gonna cry. I was in tears today, you know, <clears throat> but. We needed the laughter. We needed the joke. We needed all of the the humor. But at the same time, we still need the help. We still need the support, you know, those yes. that are in this situation. And, and all situations, wherever you can find your hand to do well, do it. Do it. I agree. Forget, forget the consequence. Just do well and move on to the next well and the next well and the next well. Because you know what? At the end of the day, it blesses you. It oh, blesses yeah. you. That, that is so true. That is so true. And yeah. Jen, you keep you keep talking like this, and I'm gonna hand you my collar. <laughs> oh, Elder English, you need to quit cussing on the highways and act like you did. We had you stop playing. But we gonna we gonna play this video from your car. Play the video, sonny. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God! Oh right, and there you have, and there you have it, the psychedelic, um, Walking Dead. Mm. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, oh, the psychedelic Walking Dead is exactly what it was looking yeah. like on the road, right? And that's what you um, just sounded like. So continue. Oh, for real? I was just saying yeah. that this show just went beyond. I wouldn't have even imagined it to be what it's become tonight, but I'm glad that it just uh, really um, morphosized to this because literally it was needed. And I think this was the yeah. driver for me to post this show up tonight and say, look, anybody out here that's, that's dealing with stuff that – has had all of this, uh, you know, animosity or anger, frustration, and and concerns. Let's try to, you know, just express ourselves and bring some light and, and, and you know, laughter. That's always going to be my thing, try to bring laughter and uh, relieve some people of some of the, you know, the pent-up, like I said, the cabin fever. Because some people, like Jazzy said, you know, has been in the house for days, and some people have been in their cars for days. So, right. um Literally, and, uh, you know, and as I said tonight, I wanted to uh, give light to, um, this was my gift. I couldn't do a whole lot beyond this. Uh, Jazzy and I made a lot of phone calls with social media and people texting and saying, you know, mm-hmm. you okay, and trying to keep the information that was being shared through the, the, the uh, newscast and all of that stuff. So I think all of it just counts, and I'm really glad tonight was a surprise to hear from some of my old buddies, uh, Antonio Popemp, Scott, came in, called in from Savannah. Um, bless his heart for chiming in. Sweet baby Keita, um, she's on that work release program, so she's supposed to do things in community <laughs> outreach. She didn't want to mention that. But, you know, <laughs> our brothers that called in, Minister Kevin, uh, Gerald Harrison, you know, thank you guys so much. Uh, oh, yeah, I no literally problem. set this wow. show only really for 90 minutes, but it was going so well. I was like, I'm going to just let it roll. We're going to get it in. <laughs> <laughs> so um, my last words, I was just going to say that, you know, for us, um, <clears throat> a friend of mine posted this, and Jazzy, I think we talked about it earlier, but literally um, 
It's been about two weeks ago, Jazzy, and I took out a lot of stuff to the homeless shelter in Atlanta downtown. And mm-hmm. I think today mm-hmm. gave an up-close and personal experience for people who don't really realize yeah. what those people outside deal with every day and every don't day. have a car to, to, to right. shelter mm-hmm. in or, you know, or they're not going to be open to come into like Waffle House or Home Depot or into a, a nice hotel to sleep because of the travesty. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you know, so it just really brings a lot of light and hopefully it, it warms more people up to think about other people other than themselves. So, that's, That's my right. final statement. Exactly. So whatever y'all want to share as we, as we wrap it up, feel free. We got a, like ten minutes. Well, one of my um, friends that was uh, had been in Katrina, who lives here now, and it was out in the traffic for hours last night. She said this reminds me of Katrina, and it hit home. And I was like, wow, this mm-hmm. is just of what they experienced. You know what I'm saying? That's right. That's so right. you know. That was a reality for me. Even though I only spent three hours out there in that traffic, but so many people spent hours and days out there. So, you, yeah, that was a red light for me. Mm-hmm. And you're right. I, I, I did not experience Katrina during the storm, but I did. I was there for like six months, um, a few years after the devastation. And to my surprise, it still looked like it was very fresh. And mm-hmm. a lot of people that live there, when they would speak, I was there actually um, for a contract, and I had to employ people on the ground in New Orleans and uh, Metairie, uh, which is where my office was over the causeway. And, you know, when I would talk to people and they would speak on, you know, where they're coming from to the point of, you know, what they're doing in their experience, they spoke about Katrina like it was a person. And you can still yeah. hear mm-hmm. in, in their mm-hmm. conversation um, the trauma you can still yeah. uh, you can see them kind of check <clears throat> out sometimes. So I, I, I we talked. About, I think Jazz, we mentioned that too. Yeah, I mentioned it earlier. I mentioned it earlier. Yeah. Yeah. I, Harrison, you have anything? No, I just want to say, uh, sisters, y'all continue to do what you do. We need this is a much needed uh, outlet for people to express things and to you know just view what you're feeling and, and want to get off your chest and I just think this is a wonderful day that you all are doing and I just think continue to do that and I look forward to much bigger and better future days with you all in this adventure you all going you know we love you bro bro and I love y'all too sisters I love all the new people I got a chance to hear today so I love all y'all God bless you thank you darling and and so you know Gerald's there Gerald baby talk the Gerald, the Gerald signed off. I think uh, that. You see uh, how he do? You see how our brother oh, he got cut off. He was disconnected. He said he was disconnected. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, okay. Once again, on that note, that's what I was trying to say when I thought I was speaking and I was muted. We do have the last few days of our Indiegogo campaign where we are, are uh, just totally believing that all of the people that listen to us and the people who don't, you'll share this information that we are raising. Um, awareness that Loudmouth Radio is here and that we want to speak not only what's on our mind, but we want to bring um, the thoughts and the causes and, and the laughter, of course, from those that listen to us. But we want better equipment because we want to always be able to give you better sounds. We're not, we don't own um, the backers of our, our network, which is Blog Talk. We don't own them, but we do want to own good sound systems 
and we definitely want to get that fantastic road warrior and or that super bus kind of RV to take yeah, this yeah. show on the road. You know what I'm right. talking about, Harrison. That's yes, the what you talking about. I don't want to speak in tongues. I don't want to speak in tongues because everybody <laughs> don't believe. Everybody don't believe. But, yeah, but we want to get an RV and take our show on the road. We have so, you guys, we are a little radio station that God has blessed in this last year. I have to speak on on Sunday's behalf, even though she can speak for herself. Kudos to a producer who allows her host to have their own shows with their own format, with their own topics, and just come with it. And she supports us 1,000%. Um, that that in itself allows us to have a voice of our own. And, and my show, which is The Bare Truth, Love, Life, Sex, and Flowers, which is usually on Tuesdays, we'll, we will restart our regular season in March. But we want to raise $85,000. Now, of course, to most people who don't believe, we're not talking to you. We're talking to the believers. We're talking Amen. to people who have faith. Okay. And we're talking to people who can say, that's nothing. And we can do that. And so you can go to Indiegogo. You can give them the details when I finish my beautiful speech. Um, but okay. we want you to give, give, give. And from that giving, we're not saying give and we're not going to give back. Many of you have businesses. And the campaign has been worked out where we can help you market your business. If you want to come in on the the, the bottom $5 level all the way up to $10,000, for $10,000 you get advertisement for an entire year with your logo on the opposite side of the RV. Now, let me just let y'all know, $10,000 will cover a billboard for about two weeks in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, one billboard. We're talking about having mm-hmm. a billboard that we travel all over the United States. Anywhere it can drive, that's where we're going because we don't mind driving. But when it's ice out on the ground, we are going to park at Walmart and have a great pinto bean soup. I'm just telling you. But um, Sonny can give you the, the details on Indiegogo. I really appreciate you listening to anything I ever have to say because I know you don't have to. God bless you. And it's so true. I only have to. No, excuse me. I I just want to say, uh, Jazz, thank you so much because, um, you know, sometimes, and and this is is one of those weird, vulnerable spaces, I'm going to say this, but my company has started and developed and always will be a marketing branding company. The radio network has become a, uh, an extension of that brand, you know, along with Live My Comedy, the Live My Screening Room, and, you know, all those elements that have developed within this, uh, within this piece that's come out of my, my little brain. Um, sometimes, you know, you, you, when you're a marketer or, you know, you, you brand things, you know, sometimes your conversation can, be, can start to become nothing but that. And I had to become very conscious um, even for myself over the last, uh, you know, 12 months to, um, to ease up some in, in some aspects but still stay true to what I feel and believe. Because um, not only do I brand my company, but Loudmouth is there to help other businesses to become more recognizable and to help be that connection and be that resource to empower, inspire, and entertain. And, um, you know, I launched this Indiegogo campaign. It was my first time doing it, even though I... Uh, researched it for like seven, eight months, and I was really looking at um, putting this thing on what we call Kickstarter. These are what we call crowdfunding websites. If you're not familiar, feel free to go online. I'm going to give you the link, um, and you can just Google it. It'll come up. 
but literally, um, it was kind of one of those moments where I was really struggling with saying, okay, let me put this out there and say, look, um, help me to do something that I really desire to do versus I've always created uh, revenue to do the things that I needed to do and not really just put it out there and say, look, this is something that I'm trying to do. You know, if you can see my vision, you can understand, you can relate to it. If you want to contribute to it, by all means. And um, most of these campaigns that people, and there's what's amazing about Indiegogo and Kickstarter, you have big companies. You have people like Spike Lee, who's been in film for 20 plus years, um, putting his projects on Kickstarter and saying, look, mm-hmm. I need $2 million to make this film. That's why am I moving? Yeah. And guess what? He gets his two million five, and then in exchange of that money, there's these different rewards and perks that are being offered to to say, you know, thanks for giving me this money. In exchange, I might send you a T-shirt, or I might send you a jersey, or I might give you a little might, paperweight on your shout head. out. You know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it, it 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 just varies. So for me, I'm like, you know, if people are giving to this, even though it's coming to us, it's still gonna go right back into the community. So mm-hmm. all the things that I've aligned it, uh, aligned with it, allows people, whether they're individuals or business owners, to contribute to this campaign and then in turn have an opportunity to be a host or have their own featured show or become a media partner. So it's still, for us, is giving back servitude. So um, I just kind of have not yeah. spoke on it as vividly you know, over the time period that has been going. And, uh, Jazzy, I appreciate you putting it out there and, and, and reiterating it. And for all of those who are listening, you can go right to Indiegogo and type in Loudmouth with two Ds, or you can go straight to the link, igg.me forward slash AT forward slash Loudmouth Radio. It's, it's a funky little link, but that's how they make it to be. So... I'm I'm finalizing my last statement on that, and I just want to thank everybody again for listening in. People have been listening online. They've been tweeting. Uh, they've been on the online chat. Uh, they've been Facebooking us. And, you know, even if, and also all of those who are not in the area don't really know the severity, hopefully you've been educated. We ain't mad mm-hmm. at you. We just want you to really know that, look, this is serious. Send prayers instead of, yeah. uh, you know, um, not even laughter, you know, just be aware, you know, just be better aware and send up some prayers to these people and loving energy that they'll get home safe to their families. Kevin, are you still on the, on the line? Did he go no, off I think the line? he I lost him. To... Okay, I wanted to um, let, have him to tell people how they could get in touch with his program. Um, maybe we can get that and repost it because it's important that you know your status. It's important that you know your status, and he is one of those people that can help get you help and counsel if you're HIV positive and or if you have not been tested. He can tell you where to go to have that done. Know your status not only in HIV but in all things that concerns your health. You've been having some heart, chest pains. Let's get you to the doctor. You may be having a heart attack and you don't know it. Um, exactly. Cancer, you, you, you haven't done a breast examination in a while. Go ahead and check your breast, lay down, finding something that doesn't feel well. Let's get to the doctor. Let's take control of our health so that we can, you know, I tease about how much weight I've gained. Overall, I'm a healthy person, but I really let it get kind of out of hand. So I have to be responsible for 
myself. So, of course, I'm going to get it together. But y'all know, just continue to pray for me until I do. Can I just plug really quickly because we only got about two more minutes. I am um, very fortunate to be over Bearhead's Wedding Expo, which is Bearhead's Dream Wedding Expo. And we are giving away a dream wedding to a one wonderful couple who has survived a disease or disorder. We picked two. Um, one is cancer, one is alopecia. And we are going to announce the end of the contest is January 30th. We are going to announce the winner on February 12th. And that winner we're going to follow from February all the way through June. They are going to get a wedding, all of their wedding dresses, um, uh, tux, rings, you know, decor, all of that. If you go to the website, it's Bear, B-A-R-E, Heads Wedding Expo. You can go on the contest page and you will see all of the people who have donated. If you would like to be a donating sponsor, please give us a call at 678-856-7599. And we will place your name, your information on that same web page. And we will follow your business along with our couple because wherever they go, uh, whether they have to come and try on your donated dress or tux, we're going to have your video we're going to have this video so your business is going to be in the media spotlight. It's a great opportunity to give back and to be promoted. We have some advertisement opportunities, some vendor booths for the expo itself. It's going to be an international expo for all couples who are getting married at in the Atlanta area, June 15, 2014, at the Georgia World Congress Center. You can call and find out information about that as well. If you're getting married, go ahead and get your tickets at Eventbrite, or, again, go to the website, and you can get your tickets straight through um, one of our uh, Eventbrite. Thank you guys for allowing me to give you that information, and just once again, to speak to you, it has been a pleasure. Good night, all. You all be safe and be blessed.